Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Where's the radio? Let's see if we can get some sounds. He's nice. He's funny. We got circulate this on radio. He's uh, funny. Very funny. Weird and funny. Broadcasting on all frequencies. Enjoy the show. It's the Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call me at 457-1290. Locally grown. Seriously funny on WHIO. I work so very hard all day long. I start to dream of you before I get home. Grilled cheese. I hope you're ready, cause we got a date. I just can't wait to get home and put you on my plate. Grilled cheese sandwich. The butter will start melting when I wipe the flame. Cause the butter and the cheese are gonna play a little game. It's called melting. On the bread. On the bread, yeah. I want a grilled cheese, not a BLT. Are you following me? Grilled cheese. I love you more than any other. I think I'm gonna make another grilled, 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 grilled cheese, if you please. Hey, it's National Grilled Cheese Sandwich Day. Little Elmer Fudd to whet your appetite for yummy grilled cheese. So I thought that could be a theme tonight on the show. If you've got a uh, unique spin on a classic American favorite, the grilled cheese. I'd love to hear it. 937-457-1290. You can hit me up on social media. Send me a message. Little video right now on my Facebook page. Posted earlier about grilled cheese. Great, uh, great suggestions. Couple I've, I've already done. Uh, dill pickles. Dill pickles go great on a grilled cheese sandwich. Right? You got uh, two pieces of bread. You got uh, two pieces of cheese. You put the pickles right in the middle. You close it up. You butter it. You slap it down. Oh, it's good. It's good. Uh, So that was one. Somebody, of course, uh, always mentions using mayo. Mayo is is a great alternative to butter. I always go with the butter if I've got it. But sometimes you might run out. You might run out of butter. A good option is uh, is mayo. Uh, but this one, this came from my wife. She had a suggestion that I love. And, of course, she probably know where I'm going with this. <laughs> Cheez-It. A grilled Cheez-It sandwich. And she suggested this. This is great. Uh, you take ground-up Cheez-It. Cheese it dust, if you will. And you mix it with the butter, right? So you kind of get like a uh, cheese it butter 
kind of consistency going on, right? Then you put your, you got your bread, you got your cheese, and you layer the middle with cheese crackers. And then you put them together, and then you butter each side with that yummy Cheez-It-infused butter. And then when it's done, if you want, throw more Cheez-Its on, pile them on there uh, to your taste. But that was my wife's suggestion. So uh, we'll see. We'll, maybe we'll try that at some point. Uh, so if you've got a great grilled cheese uh, suggestion, 937-457-1290. Uh, also, a couple of things coming up. We got a mystery sound. And you're going to be able to win a pair of tickets to an upcoming show at the Rose. I'm going to give you a choice. You can either win tickets to see Ted Nugent, the Detroit City Madman, or uh, Peter Frampton. Both of them are going to be playing at the Rose. And if you'd like to win tickets, uh, coming up after 6.30, we're going to have a mystery sound. And it's a different kind of mystery sound. It's not a, a sound per se. It's actually the sound of, a, of someone screaming and yelling and freaking out over something, and I want to know what they're screaming at. And I'll get, I'll get to it. I'll explain it all as we get there. And also we have the debut of a new parody song from Edgehead Archie. Now, Edgehead Archie is a big fan of the show and sends me uh, parodies from time to time. And this one I really dig, and it's called Mullet Man. So, so we'll be listening uh, to that after uh, 6.30. But we're kicking things off with Damn It, Dog. The Misadventures of Damn It, Dog. Damn It, Dog. So uh, I saw this story today. Now, my, my wife and I, of course, we have Luna and Lily. And uh, Luna's never really destroyed anything of any value. I mean, sometimes maybe she'll go to town on a Kleenex, but... But that's that's pretty tame, right? Uh, Lily is is a bit more aggressive. She's destroyed a couple of uh, pairs of headphones, earbuds, that kind of thing. But she's never she's never gone to town on like shoes or furniture or anything of great value. But I know that other people have experienced this, and our our doggies are small, so that might have something to do with it. But uh, big dogs, look, they can be they can be a bit much. Um, and we've talked about that from time to time when we have crazy stories about dogs destroying stuff. But this story caught my attention. It's about a Dalmatian by the name of Lupin, uh, just like the uh, Harry Potter character, Lupin. Uh, and it does, uh, this dog does live in England. He lives in Manchester. This dog, according to its owners, caused over 22 thousand dollars in damage to their home now here's the thing with lupin he was a uh, he was a rescue dog and he's a dalmatian now if you know anything about dalmatians they're beautiful dogs but i have i have heard that they are quite the handful more so than almost any other dog i've heard they're not terribly bright i i don't know that I've only been around a Dalmatian once. I had a friend years and years ago who had one, and I heard the same stories, that they're just, they're, they're rambunctious, they're wild, they're, they're hard to control, and they're not terribly bright. Though I'm sure there are Dalmatian owners out there who would disagree, and that's fine. 
Uh, but this dog uh, was adopted. The thing that uh, Lupin also had to j- deal with is that he, okay, yeah, he, he was deaf. So, so he was deaf and he's a Dalmatian. And he's two years old and he goes to join this family. Uh, and the family has another Dalmatian by the name of Ralph. And Ralph apparently is well behaved. But in the short time that they had this dog, and the, they say the dog started acting nuts after it got sick uh, and contracted canine parvovirus. Now, the dog recovered from that, but they say it was after that illness that he kind of went uh, a little loopy. Uh, throughout the three months of Lupin's destructri- destructive tendencies, they say he destroyed an entire sofa. And there are pictures. I saw this story. I posted it on my Facebook. An entire sofa chewed through the washing machine door. Now, how does that happen? I mean, aren't they metal or really, really hard plastic? Um, It tore up laminated kitchen floors, shoes, cushions, no match for Lupin. (laughs) Uh, It ate plants, which can be dangerous and deadly, but it, it didn't stop at the plants. It also ate the plant pots and then uh, pulled the curtains off the rails and ate through a concrete wall. Now, I have to tell you, as much as I love dogs, after about one or two instances of the laminated kitchen floor getting torn up, Washing machine getting torn up. I think I would say there's something up with this dog. We can't handle him. He needs to. He needs to go somewhere else. We can't. It's just not. Gonna, it's not going to work. But apparently, these people are better dog owners than me because they stuck with Lupin, and they actually uh, reached out to try to get him some training from the experts on a British TV show called Dog Academy. Because it had gotten to the point where, look, $22,000 plus in damage. They couldn't leave the house. And that's when it was happening. Even though there was another doggy there to keep Lupin company. Whenever they would leave, that's when the anxiety would kick in and the dog would go nuts. Now, I don't know why they didn't crate the dogs or at least Lupin. When they were gone, I don't know that. Some people don't like doing that. When we leave our house, we put Lily and Luna in uh, playpens. They they have their own little playpens right next to each other with water, with toys, with with a pillow and a blanket, you know, so they're comfortable. And we have cameras that are watching them so we can kind of see what's going on. Uh, We don't let them just run wild through the house now some dogs you can trust a lot of people just leave their dogs out i get it we choose not to do that and i don't know why these people wouldn't have done that if they were losing all of their well household items to lupin the crazy dalmatian but i guess the dog finally got some help and he's on uh he's on a better path as they say and he's acting uh, a bit more normal at times, they say he still gets a little uh, little anxious, which that will probably always be with him. That separation anxiety is tough for dogs. 
but $22,000 worth of damage. And I thought that might be a good uh, good conversation to have. Like, what's the craziest thing your dog has ever destroyed? I mean, we've talked about it before. I remember one person called in and said that they had this, this antique flute from a relative that, you know, used it in the Civil War. And the dog destroyed that. That, I mean, you can't replace that. So... It's always worth a, a good conversation. 937-457-1290. Uh, let's talk to uh, Beth in Richmond. Hey, Beth. Hey, Todd. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? How are things in Richmond? It's, it's actually a lot better. I did. I was out this morning, and that fire has burned down quite a bit, but it's still going strong. Now, when uh, when people were evacuated yesterday, where did they go? Where did Where did they uh, evacuate to? I have no idea. They were talking about finding a building or something to evacuate him into, but I don't know. Well, I was looking at the map yesterday of the evacuation, and, and it looked like there were some fairly decent restaurants outside of the evacuation area. There was a Mexican restaurant, a couple pizza places. It looked like there was a, a sports bar, and I thought maybe everybody had just uh, gone to uh, the restaurants to hang out uh, while uh, while the fire was being fought. Well, I'm assuming they're still out of there because, I mean, it's still a lot of black smoke coming yeah, out of that. Yeah, yeah, But anyways, you called about grilled cheese. What's your uh, favorite spin on the classic grilled cheese sandwich? Well, it's more of a broiled cheese sandwich. My mom used to make it all the time when we were kids. Take a slice of bread, yeah, put two or three pieces of cheese on it, and put it under the broiler until the cheese burnt. Now, we called those in our house an open face grilled cheese sandwich. Oh, okay. I and didn't I think know what she called it. Yeah, I think my mom used to do that sometimes in the uh like the toaster oven. Yeah. Cuz I think the toaster oven had a broil setting and yeah. uh and that's what Oh, so yeah, 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 I remember that. That's good. Now, I remember the school sandwiches. They always called them toasted cheese sandwiches and I don't think that they were grilled. I always thought the the grilled cheese sandwiches or the cheese sandwiches you had at school it was just a couple of pieces of bread on uh one piece of cheese and then they toasted them in the Probably oven did. yeah those weren't very good i didn't like nah. those all right beth Mom always makes the best grilled cheese oh yeah she does you know it was it was either a grilled cheese sandwich or fried bologna and cheese sandwich oh. at my house yeah oh have you ever had um it's a oh barbecued bologna barbecued bologna no, I've well, had garlic to, bologna. Well, can't you get those big chunks of bologna that wasn't cut? Yeah, yeah, but they make them in barbecue? No, you got to barbecue it yourself. You oh, you barbecue. Okay, I get it. I get it. You do it you yourself. Put it on the spit over the grill. Oh, wow. And as it's cooking, you put barbecue sauce on it. Well, I will have to try that. I appreciate oh, it. It's really good. Thank you for your call, Beth. That line's open 937 457. 1290. If you got a spin on the classic grilled cheese sandwich, give me a shout. It's the Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call Todd now, 937-457-1290, or message him at Evening Edge Todd. Locally grown, seriously funny on WHIO. Todd. 
is definitely a good dog picker. The Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call Todd now, 937-457-1290 or message him at Evening Edge Todd. Locally grown, seriously funny on WHIO. Back here on the Evening Edge, Monday through Friday from 6 to 8, beginning May 1st. You'll be able to hear the show. Five to seven. Shout out to everybody who's watching the Evening Edge podcast tonight, the live stream. Find it on my Facebook page and also the Evening Edge YouTube channel. Talking about two things, the kind of uh, crazy destruction your dog has caused. Have a story about a Dalmatian in England. Racked up $22,000 in damage to their owner's house. That's pretty significant. And also it's National Grilled uh, Grilled Cheese Sandwich Day. And I want to know what your favorite spin is on that classic uh, meal. Josh in New Carlisle. What's up, Josh? Uh, Hey, Todd. Um, Hey. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to tell you my newly found favorite grilled cheese. Oh, something new. Something new. I want to hear it. And uh, it's kind of a take on uh, down in Gatlinburg. There's Bennett's. They have a similar sandwich. But uh, this is a grilled cheese with smoked brisket uh, with barbecue sauce. Now, see, uh, and of course, cheese. Now, I was I was having this conversation with uh, the folks watching the live stream during the break because somebody mentioned a great thing to put on a cheese sandwich is ham, and then I thought, yeah, but then that's a grilled ham and cheese sandwich. Right. I didn't know if it fell underneath like the panini kind of style yeah, sandwich. Yeah, but see, I and and I I have no doubt. I mean, those sound great. What you mentioned sounds great because I love brisket and the whole deal. But in uh, my what? head, when I think of like. What what spin do you put on a grilled cheese? It's it's almost like like do you use different condiments? Is there do you put mushrooms on it? You know, like some sort of some sort of additive uh, to make it even more glorious. But I feel like if you put ham or brisket, and somebody even mentioned bacon, and I love that idea. That sounds great. But then I feel like it becomes something else. It's no longer a grilled cheese. It becomes another menu item. Does that make sense? True. And you can switch up the type of cheese, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Classic with, like, a mild cheddar or something. Yeah. I love dipping it in uh, some sriracha. I'll tell you, you want to do something crazy. Uh, On your sandwich, use one piece of white bread and one piece of dark rye. That's just crazy. It it is. (laughs) It is. But, uh, but all right, well, I appreciate it, Josh. Thanks for your call. See, I love that idea. But see, what I'm talking about is like my wife suggested putting, of course, Cheez-Its on a grilled cheese sandwich. You put Cheez-Its in the middle, and then you slather it up with uh, butter-infused uh, Cheez-It butter. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Cheez-It dust, she called it. Put it in the butter. Slap it on there. That's what I'm talking about. It's the Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call Todd now, 937-457-1290, or message him at Evening Edge Todd. Locally grown, seriously funny, on WHIO. Don't give me that politics jazz, it's not my racket. People are tired of hearing nothing but doom and despair on the radio. Everyone just relax, all right? The problems of the world are not in my department. Now who's like a cookie? It's the Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call me at 457-1290. Locally grown, seriously funny on WHIO. Back here on the Evening Edge, Monday through Friday from 6 to 8. And starting May 1st, you'll be able to hear the show an hour earlier, beginning at 5. 
talking about uh, grilled cheese sandwiches because today is National Grilled Cheese Sandwich Day. Lively discussion on the live stream tonight about the difference between grilled cheese and toasted cheese. They're not the same. You know, grilled cheese, you butter it, you throw it in the pan, you fry it up, that's grilled cheese. Toasted cheese is what you used to get at school, at least in my experience. And what I think it was, and somebody mentioned maybe this is what they did in school. Somebody said their uh, their aunt used to be a lunch lady. Well, my mom was a lunch lady, and I've never had this conversation with her about how they make uh, toasted cheese. But basically, they'd put a piece of uh, parchment paper down on a big tray with uh, mayo, right? You, you put that on, and then you put that down on the parchment paper. You put a p- piece of cheese, then you put another piece of bread, and you put mayo on that side, and then you throw it in an oven, and it toasts it. It doesn't. It's not grilled. It's toasted. So, you know, don't get conned into thinking... <laughs> that you're having a grilled cheese sandwich if you go someplace and that's how they do it. That's a toasted cheese sandwich. Very, very different. Very different. Uh, Beverly in Sydney. What's up, Beverly? Hi, Todd. Hey. Um, I've been listening to your program about the grilled cheese, and I was wondering if you'd ever heard of making one using a regular clothes iron, you know, like you iron clothes with. A clothes iron? Yes. I've uh, never, I've never heard of that before. Well, th- this is what you do, and it's very plain. So I don't know if you could add anything, but right. I always just make it plain. And you just take two slices of bread and put a piece of cheese in between. Yeah. Then you wrap that in foil, but you put the shiny side of the foil in, and the dull side out, and just wrap a, one layer of foil around. And then you take your iron. You should have plugged the iron in to start with, so, <laughs> right. so it would be getting hot. Um, when your iron is ready, you lay it on top of the that wrapped up sandwich. Yeah. For I don't, I never really timed it, but it's not even a minute, I don't think. And then you turn it over and do the other side, and we take it out. The bread is nice and brown, and the cheese is all melted. Really? So it doesn't take a pan, or you don't have to dirty anything, you know. So I really enjoy it about once a week I have one. Really? You get the iron out and you just uh, get it fired up and you make yourself a sandwich. Right. Wow. I've never heard of using a uh, uh, an iron to, to make food, I, but I guess it makes sense. It's just a heat source, right? I don't even know where I learned how to do it. Yeah. I'm pretty old, <laughs> and uh, I probably learned it about 50 years ago, and I, I do it, you know, for a simple, quick little right. sandwich, that's what I do. Interesting. Well, thank you for that, Beverly. I appreciate that. I'd love. I, you know, it'd be great if Beverly could make a video of that. You know, somebody could shoot her. You know, video of her making a making a a. Uh, I guess what would you call that? It's not grilled. I don't know that you'd call it toasted. Just an iron cheese sandwich. I don't know. I like that. Uh, Rob in Hollinsburg, Ohio. What's up, Rob? Hey, John. Hey, how you doing? Oh, pretty good. Good. Uh, you, got, you got talking about grilled cheese. That's near and dear to my heart. Okay. It is to many people, I think. That <laughs> that and fried bologna. That's the other thing we've yeah. been talking about on the live stream is fried bologna. Those were, <laughs> those were the two sort of uh, go-tos for me for lunch when I was growing up. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, I've always, since, since I was a kid, even though no one else in the house likes it, but I used to put pickles in my grilled cheese sandwich. Oh, yeah. I do that, too. I... I've done that over the years. I like uh, I like uh, bacon. We mentioned that. Um, you know, I don't know about um, maybe like peppers. You could put maybe peppers. I am. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I mean, you could really put anything on a grilled cheese sandwich and and you know spice it up. And they, now, um, do you well, use? We did, uh, oh, go ahead. Ranch ranch with. Uh, a little bit of Tabasco in it to make it a spicy ranch. They make spicy ranch now, but I was doing it before they were doing it. Now wait a second, hold it, on. When you when you put when you make the spicy ranch, where do you just use that for dipping, or do you use yeah. that as the the frying agent? No, there's just a dipping sauce for it. Okay, spicy ranch. My wife was on uh, Facebook last night, and there's a store uh, downtown. I think they're downtown Mercantile. The I forget what it's called. The Merc. I've got the. Hang on. I. It's there's a reason I'm mentioning this. Heart Mercantile, 2.0. Uh, and they asked people what uh, who had the best ranch dressing, and there were like I don't know four or five hundred comments. People are very passionate about their ranch. I think the way they're pa- passionate about grilled cheese. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. Well, I appreciate it, Rob. Thanks, man. Have a good one. That line's open nine three seven four five seven twelve ninety. Is this Archie? Yes, it is. Hey, Archie, how you doing? Pretty good. So Archie is a uh, hardcore edgehead, loves the show. Am I right, Archie? I don't want to put words into your sure. mouth, but you think this might be the greatest radio show ever. And it's my drive home. Well, there you go. There you go. Uh, but Archie also has a bit of a talent. He's uh, he's pretty good at, at knocking out parody songs. And as somebody who loves parody songs himself and enjoys performing them with some degree of success or not, I don't know. It just kind of depends. Um, Archie uh, sent me a a parody the other day, and I was excited to uh, now pl- to play this. Now I wanted you to come on because, like any artist who uh, writes a song, you have to have some sort of inspiration. For example. You know, I, I did a couple of parodies where I, I did a song about squirrels or I did a song about potholes or one that, uh, and this is true, a week or so ago, I played my Wapakoneta song, and I'm not kidding, uh, Cheryl McHenry, News Center 7, Cheryl McHenry walked into the newsroom, she saw me, and she was singing my Wapakoneta parody song. So awesome! clearly it, it sticks with people when they hear it. Now, the song that you sent me, I feel like there must be some story behind this inspiration. You call it Mullet Man. Well, um, Ohio is known in various rural areas, and I work in Eaton, so we have, you know, uh, we have that covered. Right, right. Uh, and, um, you know, uh, it's a parody off the, you know, the nursery rhyme song, Muffin Man. Right. You know? <laughs> Right. So it's just it's just one of those things that just fell in, and it's like, you know, what can I do with this? And so I just decided to, you know, uh, do a few verses and put it up. And like I say, there you got it. Like I say, I use these when I do stand-up and stuff like that. Which right. Uh, kind of busy because I have a big performance coming up in Texas. Oh. So that'll be interesting. Cool, cool, cool. So, all right, so th- so this isn't necessarily about a, a per- one particular guy with a mullet. It's just sort of no. a, 
a conglomeration of uh, of that whole sort of thing, and and you just uh, honed it down into this uh, short uh, twenty four second uh, piece. Yeah. Now, are you going to add on to it? Are you going to make this I'm longer? I'm going to add a couple more verses. Okay. I'd like to add two more, you know, and make it, you know, somewhere between a minute, minute and a half long. But that's that's what I find. I find that people have uh, tolerance for parody songs that that run about a minute, minute and a half. Now, I've done a couple that are longer because I just felt like I I I have to do the whole thing. I can't just. You know, but then I end up chopping it up into smaller uh, bite-sized uh, pieces. All right, so mm-hmm. here, here is your uh, your parody. I love this. The world debut of Mullet Man by Edgehead Archie here on the Evening Edge. Do you know the Mullet Man? The Mullet Man? The Mullet Man? Do you know the Mullet Man whose hair is so passe? Yes, I know the mullet man, the mullet man, the mullet man. Yes, I know the mullet man, he works at Circle K. Well, Archie, that uh, that is a thing of beauty. Now, do I have your permission to play that from time to time? Sure. I love it. Now, what was the one that you sent me around Christmas time? Uh, colorblind Christmas. That's right. Now think of uh, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas, but <laughs> swap out I'm dreaming of a colorblind Christmas. It was great. I'll have to find that one. You sent me that one. I, I'm sure I, I did play it. I'll have to uh, I'll have to dig that one out. But that was okay. uh, that was great. Archie, good job. And please keep them coming. I love them. Okay. Awesome. Thanks, man. Take care. There you go. There's uh, Edgehead Archie. Uh, that is a quality parody. I like that. And you know what's great about Archie is that he can actually play the guitar. That is not something that I'm very good at. I just, I can't do it. I don't have that skill. I don't spend enough time practicing. But that, that would be a, a not another, uh, another level, right? If I, if I could, if I could play my own instrument, much like Weird Al, he plays the accordion. Uh, William and Dayton, what's up, William? Uh, yeah, I had an idea for, uh, it's uh, a grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah. Well, first of all, I have to start with, uh, like, uh, really extra sharp cheese. Okay. And then you just put five or six slices of uh, thinly sliced jalapeno pepper on it. Ooh, now that's not bad. Yeah, a little it'll, kick. It'll warm me up. Yeah, a little kick. You know, somebody mm-hmm. mentioned on uh, on my Facebook earlier using pepper jack cheese. That'll work. Yeah, and I like uh, I like pepper jack cheese as well. All right, William, I appreciate that uh, idea. Nine three seven four five seven twelve ninety. Somebody else mentioned using for bread using pieces of frozen Italian bread, like uh, you know, like uh, cheese bread. You get that out of the freezer, you warm it up, and then you use that to fry maybe mozzarella. Think about that. A grilled cheese sandwich with uh, Italian cheese bread and mozzarella cheese in the middle. And maybe some marinara sauce for dipping. It's the Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call Todd now, 937-457-1290. Or message him at Evening Edge Todd. Locally grown, seriously funny on WHIO. 
Azari's not going to keep you from burning in hell, Todd. The Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call Todd now, 937-457-1290, or message him at Evening Edge Todd. Locally grown, seriously funny, on WHIO. Back here on the Evening Edge, Monday through Friday from 6 to 8, and beginning May 1st, 5 to 7, 937-457-1290, talking about grilled cheese sandwiches. It's National Grilled Cheese Sandwich Day, so I want to know your favorite spin on a grilled cheese sandwich. Had some good ones. And people watching on uh, the live stream tonight, also some great suggestions. Uh, Let's talk to uh, Sue and Dayton. Hey, Sue. Hey, Todd. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I am good. I wanted to tell you a little bit about my experiment with the iron sandwiches. Okay. <laughs> my aunt went to college in the early 60s, mm-hmm. and they weren't allowed to cook in the dorm. Right. But they made iron sandwiches, and she brought the recipe home, and we made them all the time. So basically, it's what the other caller said. You just take the bread and the cheese or whatever sandwich you want to make, wrap it in foil, and then uh, take the iron to it. Is that it? Take the iron to it, and it toasts the bread. Oh, wow. It really does toast the bread and melt the cheese. Huh. All right. it's great. I mean, you've got to try it. You have to do an experiment and try it. Sue, I have to be be honest with you. I don't think we have an iron. (laughs) I know know we don't have an ironing board. I'm not sure we have an iron. Will a curling iron work? Well, I've got another <laughs> recipe for you. The man who loves fried bologna. Yeah. Have you ever had fried bologna gravy? Oh, my God. No. It's like chipped beef gravy. It's a white gravy. But you fry, you cut up the bologna oh in little God. tiny, not too little, but <laughs> bite-sized pieces. You fry that. Yeah. Then you make your gravy <laughs> in on top of it. Then you pour it over bread. That sounds good. I think you would really sounds like good. it, and that's a staple in Kentucky. It is, and it Everybody also sounds like keto. That. It's keto-friendly, I think, maybe. See there? A little bit, a little bit. Go. All right, Sue, I appreciate it. 937-457-1290. All right, we got a mystery sound tonight. Uh, I've got a pair of tickets. Actually, i got a couple pair of tickets. I'm going to give you a choice. You can either win a pair of tickets to go see Ted Nugent. He's going to be at the Rose on August 10th, or just announced today, Peter Frampton. At the Rose Music Center there at the Heights, June 21st. Now, here's the mystery sound, and this is a, this is kind of a different mystery sound. It's not a sound, say, like this, okay? You know, just something weird. That's not the sound, That's a, but that's a sound. This one is an adult, grown man screaming and yelling and freaking out. And what I want to know from you is what is he freaking out about? And it's a guess. Now, maybe you've seen the video. Great. If not, what is he freaking out about? I'll I'll tell you this. He found something in his bedroom. (laughs) And I love the music. That's part of the video. Now, th- see, this is this is funny because this is a, a grown male losing it over something that he found in his bedroom. 
Any guesses? 937-457-1290. We'll hook you up with concert tickets. It's the Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call Todd now. 937-457-1290. Or message him at Evening Edge Todd. Locally grown. Seriously funny. On WHIO. And now the moment we've been waiting for is here. Hey, I'm here for the big show. This guy... Todd, did he make you laugh? He's funny. Yes, losing sometimes. It's kind of a big show. Okay, boys, hit it. It's the Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call me now, 937-457-1290. Locally grown, seriously funny on WHIM. I work so very hard all day long. I start to dream of you before I get home. Grilled cheese. You're ready, cause we got a date. I just can't wait to get home and put you on my plate. Grilled cheese sandwich. The butter will start melting when I wipe the flame. Cause the butter and the cheese are gonna play a little game. It's called melting on the bread. I want a grilled cheese, not a BLT. Are you following me? Grilled cheese. I love you more than any other. I think I'm gonna make another grilled, 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 grilled cheese. Grilled, please. Grilled, grilled cheese. It is evening edge Monday through Friday, six to eight, beginning May first, five to seven. National Grilled Cheese Sandwich Day, talking about your favorite spin on the classic grilled cheese sandwich. We've heard some good ones, probably the most unusual, not even so much what you put on it, maybe bacon or pickles or, you know, some other sort of meat, pepperoni, peppers, jalapenos, using pepper jack cheese, which is great, I've done that before. Or using uh, like a frozen Italian bread. You know, you buy like the Texas toast kind of thing. Using that as the bread. We've been talking about people grilling the cheese sandwich with an, an iron. <laughs> and I guess, you know, popular in college dorms, if you don't have a, uh, you know, a hot plate or you're not allowed to uh, cook in your dorm... An iron? Sure. Why not? Wrap the sandwich in some foil, get that uh, iron fired up, and uh, away you go. Apparently, it uh, it works great. Uh, 937-457-1290. We also have a mystery sound. I want to know what this adult male is screaming and losing his mind over. <laughs> So, so the, the, the clue is that he found something in his bedroom. So that's the clue. And if you get it right, you're going to win tickets to see either Ted Nugent or Peter Frampton. It's your choice. They're both going to be at the Rose. And you can pick whichever show you want to go to. Lynn and Troy, what's up, Lynn? Hey. Hey. I think that it's a snake. You think that it's a snake? Hmm. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. You are incorrect, Lynn. Oh, 
Thank you. Andrew. It was it was a good it was a good guess, <laughs> and you're kind of on the right track. It was something that uh, that this grown adult male saw in his in his room, and he lost it. He lost it. So uh, if you got a guess, nine three seven four five seven twelve ninety. Let's talk to Kenny in Indiana. What's up, Kenny? Well, I, I have have one movie um, that uses an iron to make toasted cheese. I don't think you want to actually make it this way, but it's a movie called Benny and June with Johnny and Depp and okay. Mary Strip Masterson, where he actually is, I don't know if he's using iron anymore, it's more visual than actual taste, but it's interesting to watch, it's a good movie, one of Johnny Depp's good movies in the beginning. So he, so he used an iron to make a sandwich of some sort? Make, it was a grilled cheese, I think, but it, he just, he, he did it about like a surgeon concentrated on making a cut, and he's putting the <laughs> iron down and mashing it flat, and he flips it over, he mashes the other side, and puts it on the right. plate. But it's just a visual of the same. I thing. got you. And you mentioned Johnny Depp, so we have to. Isn't happy hour anytime? We got to play Johnny Depp there, so go ahead. Anything else? Uh, no, that's oh, you just have okay. to see that for yourself. So All right. That's the only way you'll get it. I got it. Appreciate it, Kenny. Uh, that line's open 937 457 1290. Glenda and Dayton, what's up, Glenda? Hey, I was going to guess a reptile. Oh, well, what kind of reptile? About a lizard. <laughs> Good try, though. Good try, Glenda. Uh, 937 457 1290. Herbie in Dayton. What's up, Herbie? Hey, man. What's up? How are you? Hey, for grilled cheese, here's how you make a grilled cheese. Okay. You got to have your, both pieces of bread. You put mayonnaise, a real thin layer of mayonnaise on the inside where the cheese goes. What kind of bread, put, though? What kind of bread? Let's start with the what kind of bread? Pepperidge Farm Hardy White. It's the best Ooh, white bread made. I love a good hearty. And then you make, you, make your, you make your sandwich and you put. Two slices of, you put a slice of sharp cheddar, a slice of Swiss, and another slice of sharp cheddar. Oh. And you're not going to add anything special to it. Yeah. You're just going to put in, everybody's got garlic, roasted garlic and rosemary seasoning. You sprinkle a bunch of that on there and some oh. black pepper, grill it, and it'll be the best grilled cheese sandwich you ever had. Wow. That sounds, uh, that sounds cheese. good. And I like you, the. You get the cheese room temperature before you make the sandwich. That way okay. it better when the brown, when the, you don't have to make the bread too brown to get the cheese melted. I uh, I posted a gif on my Facebook today when I asked people about, you know, their grilled cheese favorites. And whoever made this gift, and this is some, the gif I've never seen before. So they made a grilled cheese sandwich the traditional way, the cheese in the middle with the bread, right? Yeah. But then they put another piece of cheese on the outside of the bread, threw it in the pan. That got really crispy. And then they flipped it over and did the same thing. So it was like cheese on the outside, cheese on the inside. Well, they got the new pizza crust with the cheese on the outside. Oh, so. yeah. I mean, it was like it was crunchy. It was gooey. It was yummy. Oh, my gosh. So, Hey, my guess on the screen was his video game was broken when he went in his bedroom. Oh, no, that was. <laughs> but that would make some adults scream. That's for sure. I appreciate it, Herbie. Uh, let's see. Tim and Lima. What's up, Tim? Hey, not much. How are you doing tonight, Tom? Good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good here. You got a guess on the mystery sound? The classic mouse. Oh, a mouse. That's a good guess. Nope, I'm sorry. That is incorrect. That is incorrect, Tim. Try back. Uh, Gary, a new Carlisle. What's up, Gary? Hey, man. What's going on? What day is it, Todd? Todd, Todd, Todd. It's what Tuesday. It? It's Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. 
Taco I don't know. Tuesday? <laughs> is it Tuesday? I don't know. Is it Tuesday? No, today's Wednesday. Is it? Exactly. It's Wednesday. Come I got, on, look, man. I lose track of time. <laughs> hey, the uh, uh, British couple with the Dalmatian, they should have called Cruella the Bill. And then she <laughs> Fix things right up for him. You know what I mean? And turn and turn the dog Lupin into a a, a coat, a fur coat. Are you serious? Well, Gary, you know, come on. Oh, God. <laughs> but uh, you know, you're talking about just basic grilled cheese. Yeah. The best recipe for just basic grilled cheese is mm-hmm. clarified unsalted butter. Okay. You spread both sides of thick white bread. Yeah. You toast one side and flip it over and toast the other side. After, and after the first side you toast it, you put two slices of cheese on either side. And when the second side, uh, after you turn them over and the second side is toasted, you put them together, and that is your basic best grilled cheese ever all right well that sounds clarified butter though clarified butter so unsalted butter you're saying yeah clarified okay you know what clarifying unsalted or clarifying any butter any kind of butter is well i know what unsalted butter is but i don't know what clarifying butter is or whatever you're taking the water out of it. Oh, okay. Okay. So that that in a sense gives you true butter flavor on both sides. So if anybody Interesting. wants a basic perfect grilled cheese without adding any of this other stuff to it and trying yep. to doctor it yep. up, that is it. All right. I got you, Gary. Thank you for that. That sounds good. I didn't know that they made butter like that. I knew there was unsalted butter. Uh, let's talk to, let's see, Steve and Dayton. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Good. How are you? <laughs> riff, riff. I'm doing fine except for my pup. <laughs> Your dog and my dog talking to each other. My, well, she just got a haircut. So oh, well, there you go. She's freaking out a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Well, what's the most damage? Has she ever done damage to your house? Like crazy no. damage? No, 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 never. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, it is yeah. good because... Yeah. She wouldn't be here if she did. <laughs> Steve runs that house with an iron fist. Well, yeah, I might as well. I don't have anything else to do with it. I got you. <laughs> All right, me neither. But what? Uh, what's your guess on the uh, mystery stuff? Let me play it one more time for people who who might be tune, tuning in a little bit later. <laughs> That is the sound of an adult male uh, screaming and yelling and losing it because he uh, found something in his bedroom that creeped him out. So, uh, Steve, what is your guess? Spider. A spider. Ooh, that's a good one, but no. That is not not the the correct guess, but good try. Uh, Let's talk to, uh, let's see, Rob and Dayton. What's up, Rob? Hey, Todd. Hey, how are you? Good. So nobody mentioned my go-to for grilled cheese. Let's I mean, hear everybody, it. Everybody, uh, a lot of people like tomato soup with their grilled cheese, I think. Yeah, that's kind of a standard. That's what we would have at school. We'd have, uh, it was toasted cheese sandwich and uh, and tomato soup. Well, uh, if you don't have any tomato soup, you can use ketchup. 
Just dip it in some ketchup. I've heard that. Good. Yeah, I've heard people do that. That's not bad. I mean, it, in a pinch, you got to do with, with what you got, right? Right on. Yep, yep. Now, it looks like you had a guess, but uh, for the mystery sound. I'm going to change it. Oh, okay. That's fine. Go ahead. Might what? as well guess something else. I was thinking spider because I'm not afraid of spiders unless they sneak up on me, and then, then <laughs> I do some screaming sometimes. Right. So what did he What did he scream about? What did he find in his bedroom? How about a bat? Oh, a bat. Now, before I tell you whether or not it's a it's right or wrong, have you seen or heard the video of the time my wife and I uh, had a bat encounter in our old house? I think you you talked about it. Hey, I've played it. I've played it before. A lot of uh, foul language coming from my uh, my wife, Rob. It was very shocking. Did Her, you get a did, did you get a tennis racket out? No, I actually used one of my pair of khakis. <laughs> <laughs> totally okay. knocked it out of the air. So here's your question, or here's your guess. Uh, is it a bat? <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Rob. Uh, it's not a bat, but good try. Good try. Uh, let's see. Do we have time for one more? Yeah, let's uh, let's talk to Jeremy in Beaver Creek. What's up, Jeremy? Hey, uh, I'm going to guess a cockroach. A cockroach. <laughs> no, sorry, that's not it either. <laughs> good try, though. That would creep me out. I'm not afraid of cockroaches necessarily, but they're so quick and small, and they dart left and right, you know, and sometimes yeah. right at you. Um, that that freaks me out. So, but I don't know that I'd scream like that guy. That was a little and ridiculous. Then with uh, grilled cheese, I used to use a toaster, yeah, some, and then throw the cheese on it. Oh yeah, yep, yep. My mom used to make like open face grilled cheese sandwiches that way. She'd put in two pieces of bread and put cheese on top of you know the bread and just put it in that oven. And uh, that cheese would get nice and burnt. Yep. Yep. Good stuff. All right. Thanks, Jeremy. Uh, that line's open. 937-457-1290. If you have a guest of the mystery sound, what is this guy yelling and losing his mind over? Oh. <laughs> 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 That just makes me laugh. Give us a call. It's the Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call Todd now, 937-457-1290, or message him at Evening Edge Todd. Locally grown, seriously funny on WHIO. Then fall head over heels in love with Todd and live life happily ever after. The Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call Todd now, 937-457-1290 or message him at Evening Edge Todd. Locally grown, seriously funny on WHIO. Back here on the Evening Edge, Monday through Friday from 6 to 8, beginning May 1st, 5 to 7. Talking about a number of things tonight. One, grilled cheese sandwiches. What's your favorite spin on a grilled cheese? It is National Grilled Cheese Sandwich today, uh, Day. And a couple of people watching the live stream, some good points. One, um, Jim asked the question, if you use Velveeta, is it still considered grilled cheese? And I don't think that it, I don't think you can because Velveeta is not really cheese. It's all like a processed thing it's not it's not made with cheese so i don't think you can though i will say Velveeta is not bad i've i've had it like on uh, on nachos before and it does a good job uh but i don't know if you could uh i don't know if you could call it grilled cheese grilled Velveeta, maybe i'm not sure 
Uh, 937-457-1290. Oh, and somebody also mentioned uh, a nice spin on a grilled cheese, a fried egg. That's not bad. I kind of like that. Uh, all right. We also have a mystery sound. Here's the mystery sound. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. And someone also said that sounds like the elf beat down. And I, I, I do. I kind of hear the, uh, the resemblance there. Uh, but that is actually the, the mystery sound is an adult male screaming and yelling and losing it because he saw something in his bedroom. And my question to you for a pair of tickets to see either Ted Nugent or Peter Frampton, what was he screaming about? That's the question. Uh, let's see. Christy and Troy. Hey, Christy, how you doing? I'm doing great, Todd. Always love the show. Oh, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So what is your uh, guess for the mystery sound? I'm going to say an iguana. Oh, an iguana. Yeah, that's pretty close. But that ain't it, Christy. That's not oh. the that's not the correct answer. Good try, though. All right. All right. Try back. Uh, let's see. Oh, Glenda's calling in again with a second guess. Hey, Glenda, you got another guess? I do. How about an alligator? Nope, not an alligator. Good try, though. Good try. <laughs> uh, Sue in Springfield. What's up, Sue? Hello, Sue. Are you talking about, you talking about Sue Ann? Yeah, it's you. Go. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I wasn't talking about the sound, but... We saw an eagle last week and got a picture of it oh. in Clark County. Okay. Did you post it online somewhere? No. Oh. But it was really weird how we had to take a picture because it was so far away that I took a picture through binoculars. <laughs> but I got a good picture. All right. Well, that's good. If you could post it online and everybody could see what you're talking about, that would be even better. All right. I mean, it's just a thought, right? I mean, I'm glad you called in, but we would all love to see it. Uh, 937-457-1290. All right. I think we've got somebody else who wants to take a guess. Uh, Debbie in Dayton. What's up, Debbie? Hi. He has got to be crying and yelling because he saw his wife before she put her makeup on. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, no. I guess, you know, I, maybe. I, don't know. <laughs> I guess that could be it. That could be it, I guess. Uh, good try, Debbie. One last try before we go. Uh, Della in Huber Heights. Della, you got a guess on that uh, mystery sound scream? I do. Just want to say I love your show, but oh. he found a frog. I'm sorry, he found a what? A frog. You are correct. And from what I could see, it was a tiny frog, Della. I mean, it was like, I don't know, like maybe the size of a thumbnail. Uh, it well, was. If you, if you listen to him screaming, though, it sounds like he's saying fog, but... I, no, don't, it, I don't know. Said, no lizard, no snake, not an iguana. So I'm like. That leaves frog. <laughs> and I don't like frogs either. So. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, all right. Congratulations. Hang on the line. 
Uh, we'll get your details and just tell Will whether you want to go see uh, Ted Nugent August 10th or Peter Frampton June 21st at the Rose, okay? Wonderful. Thank you, Todd. Love your show. Oh, thank you so much, Della. I appreciate that. The Evening Edge with Todd Host. Call Todd now, 937-457-1290, or message him at Evening Edge Todd. Locally grown, seriously funny on WHIO. Be of good cheer and call me. Call me now. Call me. He's laughing at us right on the radio. The least we can do is get him on the radio and talk to him. It's the Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call me at 457-1290. Locally grown, seriously funny on WHIO. Back here on the Evening Edge, Monday through Friday from 6 to 8, starting May 1st, 5 to 7. How out of it am I when it comes to the Marvel Universe? I'm sure you've heard the story about uh, actor Jeremy Renner had a terrible accident this past winter. He he collided with a snow removal plow or whatever, just a big plow. And he's making the rounds. He's recovered. But I was was asking uh, Will, my producer tonight, um, what was his character again? And uh, I asked him, I said, what was it? Straight arrow? Is that <laughs> was Jeremy Renner straight arrow? And will your answer was no, not no. a bad guess, though. That, that does sound like straight, it could be a, uh, yeah. a character. It could be. I guess straight arrow could sound like a, a character, but Maybe his, that's his uh, sidekick, but his name's Hawkeye. Yes. Hawkeye and straight arrow. I like, <laughs> but the, the thing about this Jeremy Renner deal is that he's he's recovering. You know, he went through a bunch of surgeries. He nearly died. But the craziest thing, and I think he mentioned this either on Jimmy Kimmel or another interview, is that when he got crushed by this big snowplow, one of his eyes popped out of his head. And he says that in that moment, he could see his eyeball with his other eye. So in my in my head when I heard this, I'm thinking he's there on the ground in the snow. The eyeball is, you know, popped out and it's got this long, you know, tentacle or vein or whatever you want to call it attached to the back of it. And he looks over with his other eye and whoop, there it is. Right there on the ground. Wow. He's lucky he still has his vision. That is crazy. But he is making a remarkable recovery. Uh, And I think he went on his first red carpet uh, appearance the other night. So so that was cool. Uh, 937-457-1290. Talking about your favorite spin on the grilled cheese sandwich. Today is National Grilled uh, Grilled Cheese Sandwich Day. And uh, people watching tonight on the uh, live stream, the Sam Squatch, who's watching on YouTube, that's his name, the Sam Squatch, uh, commented, grilled cheese with an iron, because we were talking about that, is called a wrinkle-free sandwich. I'll give you a little love for that. That was pretty good. Uh, Somebody also tagged me in a story today on social media. 
about uh, Al Jaffe. Any guesses on who Al Jaffe is? I am aware of who uh, Al Jaffe was. He passed away at age 102. Al Jaffe was an award-winning cartoonist and was basically the main artist for Mad Magazine. Will, you look confused. Are you are you familiar with Mad Magazine? I, I, I know of Mad okay. Magazine. I don't know that uh, I don't know if Mad's still around. I think it went away for a little bit. Maybe it came back. But uh, but Al Jaffe was the uh, longtime cartoonist, one of the longtime cartoonists. He died Monday in Manhattan. Uh, he actually didn't retire. Here's a goal. Till he was ninety nine. Ninety nine years old is when he retired, and then he died at one hundred and two. See, he should have kept working. Should have just kept working. Uh, Mad Magazine was essential reading for teens and preteens during the baby boom era. Well, well beyond that as well. But I mean, a lot of people in the sixties and the seventies, eighties. Um, I remember reading Mad Magazine at the school library uh, when I was went to Ferguson Junior High School in Beaver Creek. I worked in the library. I was a library aide. <laughs> yeah, I'm that nerd. And uh, worked in the magazine room, the periodical section, as we called it. But it was basically a closet. And all the, uh, all the new issues of magazines would come out. And I've, I do believe we got Mad Magazine there because I remember reading it in the library. I don't think I was reading someone's copy. I feel like we got Mad Magazine. I'm not sure. But, uh, boy, I remember reading it at school. People had it. They'd pass it around. And the thing that I always liked uh, about Mad Magazine, and he, uh, this uh, Al Jaffe was responsible uh, for this, and it, apparently it was just supposed to be like a one-time thing, and they were called fold-ins. And what you would do is you would fold like the back of the magazine along a line that they would show you, and then you would sort of flap it over onto the front of the cover, and when you join the pictures together or join the, the edges together, it created a picture that was kind of a joke. And, uh, in fact, uh, a couple of years ago, they, they put out a uh, four-volume box set of all of the fold-ins. So that was kind of cool. But, uh, unfortunately, he passed away at 102. Al Jaffe, uh, and I, I remember his work for sure. Uh, we have an Ohio man story. this story because uh it's a it's a, an ohio man who and and this is the thing it was just a, a little mistake a tiny little error is what led to his arrest and conviction uh the 58 year old guy in cleveland he's going to prison for 18 months uh he was found guilty trying to hire a hitman to take out his son his own son. This happened last October. According to prosecutors, the man uh, who said in court he was drunk at the time attempted to call a friend who was a member of a motorcycle gang. 
And I just, I assume, because look, I watch Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> that if you, if, you, uh, if you need some heavy work done, some wet work as they call it, call your local motorcycle gang. Is that, I don't know. Uh, but this drunken buffoon misdialed. And instead of calling said motorcycle gang member, he accidentally dialed the budget dumpster company in Westlake, Ohio. Uh, but he didn't notice that he got their voicemail because he was drunk. He didn't hear them say, Thanks for calling the budget dumpster company. We're not available to take your call. Please leave a message. He didn't hear that part. All he heard was the beep, you know. So he left a message. He left not one message, but multiple messages in their system. The first message said, it's a five grand hit on him. This, of course, his son. I don't give an F where he's at or what he's doing or who he be with. Kill that beep. He called back a second time, didn't leave a voicemail, but then called back a third time and left a message asking for his friend to call him back as soon as possible, stating, it's business. This ain't BS. The company's employees the next morning discovered the voicemails when they showed up to work. And the caller ID listed the suspect's name and phone number. Of course, they called the police. Uh, but here's what's kind of interesting. This is a weird twist. According to the vice president of the dumpster company, when they called the uh, Cleveland police, the cops were less than helpful and suggested they call the FBI. But the FBI was less than helpful and suggested they call the Westlake police. Who finally took action and used cell phone tower to track the man's phone and arrested him that day. Uh, the suspect admitted to the cops that he made the drunken call. They also talked the man uh, who tried to hire. He tried to hire. They talked to the guy they tried. he tried to hire, and he didn't know anything about it either. So... <laughs> This drunken fool, 58, going to prison for 18 years for trying to hire a hitman to kill his adult son and uh, got busted because he misdialed. Misdialed. Uh, Dale and Dayton, what's going on, Dale? Hey, when you were talking about Mad Magazine, yeah. it made me think, how many times did Alfred E. Newman run for president? Oh, boy, I don't know. I would imagine every four years, probably starting in, what, 70, maybe, 74? I don't, I don't or whenever it was, or 72? I don't, I don't know. Or even earlier, I don't know. But it's like, man, every four years, it's like Alfred E. Newman for president. Alfred E. Newman for president. And I wish he was still running for president. <laughs> <laughs> I think he might be our best option, you know? <laughs> I appreciate it, Dale. Thanks for your call. That line's open, 937-457-1290. All right. Well, uh, I guess we'll take a break here. I just kind of ran out of things to say. It's the Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call Todd now, 937-457-1290, or message him at Evening Edge Todd. Locally grown, seriously funny on WHIO. Okay. 
That's it. Now you've hurt Todd's feelings. Todd? The Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call Todd now, 937-457-1290, or message him at Evening Edge Todd. Locally grown, seriously funny on WHIO. Back here on the Evening Edge, Monday through Friday from 6 to 8. Beginning May 1st, you'll be able to hear the show an hour earlier, 5 to 7. This Friday night, uh, if you're looking for something to do, there is a uh, art museum. Well, not an art museum. It's a um, it's just like an art studio in Bellbrook. It's the Bellbrook Artist Collective. They're on West Franklin. Uh, the guy who runs the place, uh, John Landsidel, I've talked to him a number of times. He did some great artwork. Uh <laughs> Sort of, uh, it's a, it was a, a mashup between yours truly and Cheese It, and it's it's on display at his uh, at his studio there. But uh, this Friday night, they're holding an auction and they're raising money for a local food pantry. It starts at seven o'clock. Uh, they have art and a variety of interesting items to be uh, auctioned off. So if you'd like to uh, check it out, it's happening uh, this. Friday, April 14th, 7 o'clock, Bellbrook Artist Collective, 129 West Franklin Street in Bellbrook. I told him I would mention it. So there you go. Uh, We have an idiot of the week to wrap up the show with tonight. You are a stupid, stupid idiot. Comes from upbringing. Parents are probably idiots, too. Idiot! Wake up, idiot! Silly dilly dokio. I'm an idiot. Yeah, that's true. Now, not that you would ever probably catch me going out hiking. Uh, but the one thing that I would not do uh, while hiking would be to take hallucinogenic, uh, let me start that again, hallucinogenic drugs. Not a good idea, right? I mean, especially if you're going out hiking into the woods. Maybe you're not real certain where you're heading or what you're doing. You're just exploring. But then you're also high, hallucinating as you go along. Probably not a good idea. Well, that's what a group of hikers did in uh, in the uh, Keswick Mountain uh, Lake District portion of England. It's England's largest national park. A group of hikers uh, went out hiking high on mushrooms. And uh, after about two hours of being out in the wilderness, high as a kite, I guess the trees were probably talking to them. They were having conversations with wild animals. That's probably what happened. Um, they uh, they began feeling very, very unwell after they had ingested their magic mushrooms and had to call for help. Uh, the, uh, the park district there dispatched 11 members of their rescue team to find these <laughs> hikers who were out there high and hiking. So uh, there you go. That's kind of idiotic. That's one of those things that I would not do uh, high. And I I don't do drugs. I I don't get high um, at all. But I certainly wouldn't do that hiking. Especially if there's bears in the area. I think that would be... That's not a good combination. And in fact, if you watch the show Ghosts on CBS... One of my favorite characters is Flower, and she's a hippie. And she became a ghost because when she was at a music festival nearby, she was high, 
and encountered a bear. And instead of running the other direction like her boyfriend, she was like, oh, it's a bear. And she went and hugged the bear and tried to play with the bear. Bear wasn't having it. And that's how Flower became a ghost. So, well, there you go. Thanks for uh, watching and listening tonight. Of course, watching the live stream and listening here on the radio. Find the podcast at eveningedgetodd.com and wherever you find your favorite podcast. Have a great Wednesday night. That's it. I'm pulling the plug. You know what? I'm done. Well, is that it? Is that all? Oh, that was fun. Goes over, ladies. Not bad, huh? Will you get an A for effort? Good night, sweet punch. Peace out, Cleo. See you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Good night, everybody. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.